cliffcentral.com. This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the cliffcentral.com website where there's a show for you. Cliffcentral.com, it is Friday morning, sex talk with John T. Soul and Tamar. It's cool to be just us in the studio. It is very cool. We've had so many people around lately. It's true. Even though with all the questions coming Mm. in, I think we're going to feel very much disturbed. (laughs) That's fine. We can can be disturbed. We are disturbed. By the way, we are. It's true. You know, we're locked in the studio. You told me now. The the, the lock on the the door isn't closing. So we are locked in here. So we cannot get out. Oh no! Well, yeah, maybe they'll just leave us in here and disappear. Don't take advantage. We'll have to talk about sex all day long. You know, my mind is in the gutter. Yeah. I'm like, don't take advantage of me, Jonty. Why not? <laughs> no, that's exactly it. It's like I'm applying. Please take. If we're oh locked God. here, so, yeah. let's go for it. <laughs> Absolutely. And there's another dungeon. You know, there's the mm. door. Nobody so, knows where so, the door so, goes to. So who knows what we'll get up to? Amen. Behind the green door, there's a. A real classic porn movie from the 70s called The Green Door. The only one I know is Deep Throat. Mm, no, this was, it was, I'll tell you what was interesting about it. The star of The Green Door was a woman called Marilyn Chambers. Okay. Okay. Now, this was the, the big story. Yeah. Was there's a, there was a big, uh, it might still exist, a big brand of soap in America called, I think it was Ivory Soap. Okay. Like bath soap. Yeah. You know? yeah. And she was the Ivory Soap girl. But she was also a porn actress. <gasps> wow. Oh. So okay, so she was like the the pure fantasy yeah. with a with a you know good girl by day, that's it. horrible girl so by that night. That was the big thing yeah. about. But it's something that is fasc- yeah, it, it is something that fascinates people, mm. especially I, I I hear it from men, the purity against mm. the being a slut. Um, there, well, it's one of the most classic archetypes, you yeah. know, the, the whole the goddess. Mother, yeah. Oh, that's mm. exactly what you wrote. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a really interesting one. Super. Yes. So let's do this first. I like this. This has made me really chuckle. Ninja sex. Chocolate starfish. Twitter bag. Calipagian. Today's dirty dictionary word is... Splooge. Dirty dictionary word. How do you spell it? Splooge. S P L O O G E. No, you're not allowed to look it up. No, I'm I'm writing a tweet. So if <laughs> oh. somebody wants on on our on okay. our uh, WhatsApp line, okay. um, which Jonty's going to say the number now. Right now, zero seven nine seven four eight two zero nine zero. So WhatsApp us. Tell us what you think a splooge is. Is it a splooge? Is it two splooge? Are you splooging? Are we splooging tonight? Do you have a splooge? Do you have it? You could have a splooge. Is it? You could. I have no idea. And so, it's actually a bit of anti-sexy 
Splooge. It's like, yeah, it's not. It's, it's a like, funny. It's a funny. It's funny. Okay, so that's also some so a good reason mm. to call, but also to ask your questions. Yeah. So what I thought we would do today mm. is a Q and A show. So w- one of the reasons was that every week we get questions from our listeners and I answer one and it goes up on our page on the Cliff Central website but we don't have a lot of space to answer the questions so it's kind of just a few lines you get all the perverts writing you all the yeah and some of the questions are really interesting and some of them actually need a lot more yeah not just the answers are like almost little like sound bites hmm you know two or three lines and that's all that we have yeah so I thought some of them are really interesting yeah. And they open doors to some really big discussion. Okay, cool. So I thought that's what we would do this Today. morning. So some normal questions, some weird questions. That's it. And the, the interesting thing is when people ask questions, they often think that they're not normal. normal. Oh. And that they're totally alone. It's like fantasies. That, you, have, um, you have a crazy girl coming. Yeah, <laughs> pushing buttons what? here and pulling wires in and out. And what are you doing? Do I want to know what you're doing? I don't want to know. You're not interfering with us. So that's fine as long as you're not interfering with us. Oh, okay. What's wrong with those headphones? Something. Okay. Something is wrong. Okay. Is Everything that I touch. Is that better? Yeah. It's, uh, uh, it, before it was even better, but I, I, whatever she says, I do. I'm, I'm oh, a very okay. obedient uh, slave. A girl. I'm a very obedient girl. I do what, what you tell me. Okay. When you tame me. <sighs> so I have to tell you, the most beautiful girl in the world has <gasps> just walked And it's not me at all. I'm afraid not. No. Oh. And we, can't, we can't expose her identity. No. Mm-hmm. Mysterious girl number one is sitting in the studio. Absolutely girl mm. number one. <laughs> girl number one. Number one. We know the campaign that's good, was supposed to be created for you. Okay, now we're Your just fucking one. up with people's brains. Yeah. And so, um, that's what we do. Okay. And we do it well. Fine. So that's an interesting. So if you need to fuck with people's brains, what kind of lube do you use? Um, <laughs> and where do you go? Where do you go to get mine? Like through the nostrils, brain through fuck. the ears. <laughs> I think you just glide soft voice and sensual uh, abilities through the brain, and that's that's the lube of the okay, brain. Sensuality. So. <gasps> that's a not bad term. Sensuality is the lube for the brain. brain. Sensuality. Tomorrow. Some, you, once a year. That, it happens. That's, that's really good. <laughs> it's good. So if it's so early in the year, who knows what you're going to come up with for the rest of the year. I hope I won't squirt, you know, something into the... Sensuality is yeah. the lube for the brain. I like that. Because you oh. taught me so much that it doesn't come from the brain to really get turned really, mm. really t- to get sexual fire. It comes from sensual yeah. deep work and... That's almost like the lube that opens the way. Sensuality is the lube for the brain. Mm. Like that one. Mm. Okay, that's a good one. Mm. Yeah. So now we got totally distracted. Completely. So we're t- we're talking about normal. <laughs> yes, and it's important. Yes, it's important to understand that the questions that you have, the fantasies that you have, the things that you think about, you are not alone. Not at all. And there is somebody else in the world. In fact, out of all the billions of people in the world, there are plenty other people who share your fantasies and who share your questions. True that. And you're normal. People, you might think it's really yeah, weird no. and it's off the top, but you have to know that you're normal. People go through so much shame mm. and so much 
just the feeling that yeah. they're because so many of the questions come mm. with this line, "Am I normal, or is this normal?" And yes, you're absolutely, absolutely normal. So message us on zero seven nine seven four eight two zero nine zero. Send your questions through to us, and we will answer them. I have to put a disclaimer at the beginning of this. So the disclaimer, and it's nothing anywhere near where your mind is going, because that smile puts it right in the gutter somewhere. Of course. <laughs> the disclaimer is this. Whatever information or whatever answer I give is, doesn't come from any medical background. Okay. It's simply an opinion based on experience. 26 years of experience. That's all. Mm. So okay. if you think that you need more from professionals in certain fields, well, you know they teach people them. how to stitch now, or is it okay to fuck you know a forty centimeter cock? Because that's really like well, uh, you're not going to get a forty centimeter no? cock in. No, you're going to get maybe ten centimeters really try. in, and that's all. Is it is it also the angle? Because some angles you can it feels like it goes deeper. Yes, because you have to think about this. So so the yoni is a canal. Okay, but it's very flexible. Yeah. So think about if you're lying on your back, for example, and mm. your legs are up against your chest, mm. that shortens that canal because it's bringing the two ends closer together. So you're actually poking the, so it's like, the end. So it's a tube that yeah. you can actually bend. Okay. So different positions will bring that, will bring the ends closer together okay. and shorten it. Yeah. And other positions will lengthen that. Very, okay. very simple. Okay. So we did get a question here from somebody, and let's start there, because I got this whole wonderful list of questions. Wonderful. But it's cool that somebody sent us a question. Awesome. Why do men in relationships often think the grass is greener on the other side? <laughs> and why are we jealous creatures even when we're in love? So those are two whole things on their own. So why do we think the grass is greener on the other side? That's really interesting, you know. And the biggest thing is... Because we're not satisfied within ourselves and we're not peaceful within ourselves. Mm. So we're always looking for something outside of that to complete us. Mm. And then we don't have enough open communication with somebody to explore all the things that we want. Because if the, we're looking for the grass is green on the other side, it means we're looking for something that we don't have. So she's always a bitch to me. Somebody else is going to be nice to me. They're not. No. And that doesn't mean that you're in the right relationship, for want of a better word. So maybe you're not in a relationship that is going to allow you to satisfy yourself, but it comes more from inside of us. Is it, it's, it's, it's about, it's also we need to look if it happens in all areas of life. Of course if it, it does, because somebody's always got a better job or a nicer job, or somebody lives in a car. nicer city, mm. and that's all that it is. Mm. If you find happiness and peace with inside yourself, that's where a lot of that starts to change. Because otherwise, you're looking for something that is never going to be fulfilling. It's always going to be something else. So the sushi is always going to be better than the burger. <laughs> no, and but I want it to be mignon. That's it. And then I'm not satisfied with yeah. that. I want something else, which yeah. is okay to want, but just know what you yeah. want. And that takes me to another another um, idea that to own what 
you what you really want yeah. and to get to know yourself. So the better. hardest part of that is we know what we don't want. <laughs> and it's always somebody else's responsibility. Yeah. And oh. you know, I use this analogy a lot. It's like you go to Santon and you're hungry, but you don't know what you want to eat. Mm. So you walk into and you could get almost every kind of food that you want there. So you walk into the Thai place, now I don't want Thai food. <laughs> now I don't want sushi. I don't want a pizza. I don't want that. and as soon as you say what you do want, it becomes easy. And then you can get it. So the journey into ourselves becomes so important to work out what we want and the fact that today I want something different to what I had yesterday. I have to be able to communicate that. So turn it inwards. Why? Yeah, I lost that. Why are we jealous creatures even when we're in love? That's a really deep Question, and I don't know that there's a simple answer, and it often comes from the idea of of ownership and possession. Mm, That's so a simple philosophical question. Yeah, because if I own you, then I control what you do, how you do it, who and then you I do think I'm with. safe. Yeah. So, uh, and that's the key. A lot of it has to do with safety, and. It also has to do with what we do with the feeling of jealousy. Are, is that feeling always going to be a part of you? Probably yes. Is it going to go away? No. It's <clears throat> learning to acknowledge the feeling, to say, this makes me feel jealous, and I don't have to act out the jealousy, which is really big. And it's learning to own your feelings. The jealousy is my feeling. It's not about you. The jealousy is mine. There's certain action that's triggering it, but the jealousy is mine. So when I own that, I can do something with that. But I have to understand that the feeling, first of all, is mine. You will react like that. Some people are not very jealous. They're, they're actually more maybe, they're more self-secure. They're just Maybe they, they went through a lot in life. Uh, maybe they know themselves better. They are not that jealous. So it doesn't mean, although some people get upset if, why are you not jealous for me? You know, you allow me to go, you allow me to do beautiful things, but I would like you to get jealous. There's actually so much around it about yeah. control, about so possession. Yeah, so it's what we do with that. Hmm. And if I can say to you, yes, this makes me feel jealous, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do, that, do whatever. What you do. So there's a beautiful concept called compersion. And we've actually had it as a dirty dictionary word. Compersion says that we get pleasure from our partners having pleasure. So expand that into you want your partner, if you're living a conscious life in a conscious relationship, to be the fullness of who they are and have the fullness of their experiences. At some point, some of that might not be okay for you. There's a level of communication around that. Yeah. But essentially, if something is really going to fulfill you, then who am I to say no? Because relationship is not ownership. There comes a point in consciousness where you understand what takes away from your relationship and what adds to your relationship. So there's an idea that I've been talking to my clients about, which is if loving somebody <laughs> and being in a relationship with them is the most important thing. Look at what takes you away from that and look at what adds to that. 
And that's where you start seeing things that you do that might be destructive to yourself and to your relationship. Even though at some point, yeah, I want to do this, but then you need to go into why. What are you getting from it? Which part of you is being fulfilled by that? And does that take away from that prime goal of loving that person, of being in relationship? And then it's talking about it. It's communicating and going into it deeply, 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 deeply. It's almost like a reaction. It's not a real... You know, a real action that you do consciously. It's yeah. a reaction. It's a, it's a fence. Yeah. It's, um, so there's a difference between a reaction and a response. Okay. So the reaction often comes from more a fear-based. It's like a reflex. Yes. Somebody pushes a button, you re- react. That's yeah. it. React, a response is a choice where we take a step back. <gasps> we breathe and we see what comes up. Okay. So let's go through some other interesting questions from our listeners. Is it safe to have sex during my period? So firstly, let's, let's go to something more practical. Yeah. So firstly, <laughs> I don't know what safe means in this context. So is it safe in terms of can you have sex? Like is it okay to have sex during your period? Absolutely. Understand that obviously it's going to be messy. <laughs> um, and if it's not going to be uncomfortable or painful for you, then it's awesome. And for some women, it's a time of incredible power and incredible arousal. Hmm. Is it safe in terms of pregnancy? Pe- of pregnancy? No, no, it's not because you can still no. get pregnant during that time. So no. Don't do it. Don't do it from that point of view. Also, it's it's because of the <clears throat> the cycle of the the ovaries that actually you know the the egg goes through and also sperm lives for three days in your body, mm. right? And it's really not. Uh, some women know exactly when they're ovulating, which is great, but we're not Swiss. <laughs> yeah, and remember <laughs> and that sperm Swiss. has a lifespan, and it's not twenty minutes. Yeah, it's a few days. So yeah. be aware of of that. And also the body. That's his prime goal to get pregnant so there's all kind of different life will find a way true that so no whatever you mean by safety that's the answer i think a lot of people think it's just dirty and it brings disease and no but it doesn't at all it's just it's messy it's messy yeah in the jewish tradition beautiful because there's power in the blood yeah some people write fire yeah it is Women feel differently, mm. different in, in the time of their periods. And some of, I, I heard from a lot of women that they're actually super, super turned on mm. in that time. And a lot of men are not because they don't understand it and they get squeamish about it. And, ah, but if that's where her fire is, boy, go there as a warrior. One towel, little shower after, you'll be fine. That's it. There <laughs> we go. Natural lube. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Stopping. Stopping right now. <laughs> You asked me about lubes. I got all that. Which lube is that? Mm. Yeah. Okay. How long is it safe to wear a butt plug for? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so this is an interesting one because there's no real research on it. And the answer is until it feels uncomfortable First of all, what's or difficult a butt plug? Let some people don't know, John T. A butt plug is an instrument. Mm. Hopefully not something that can just go in and disappear no. in the darkness so of your So a butt plug colon. is an anal toy. With a safety handle. Yeah, that has a, a, um, a flared base that goes into the anus. And 
that's what it does. So you get bigger ones, you get smaller ones, you get Vibrating from all ones, different um, materials. materials. Uh, the softer ones are generally a little bit better because they'll fit the contours of your body. But some of the metal, some of the stainless steel, the surgical butt plugs are amazing. You can make them cold, you can make them warm. Warm, not hot, warm. And there's different sizes. So you need lots of lube. If you've never used a butt plug before, start small. Start with your pinky, actually, and then go forward. And you can leave a plug in literally for as long as you like. The general thing seems to be 20, 30 minutes, maybe an hour. But some people have said they love it for a whole day. I know someone that that her master used to tell her Mm. to keep it many, like every hour, Mm. all kind of cool things like that. Uh, And she said that it can be many, many hours. Mm. And the anus, if you do it properly... Uh, doesn't get hurt. People think, oh, I'm going to dilate it. I'm going to, like we asked Ivan Gregory, the porn gay, mm. the gay porn star. Like, well, are you not afraid of your anus getting hurt? And the reality is if you do it with proper lube and with wonderful, uh, let's call it, you're not hurting mm. because it's a muscle in the end of the day. It's, yeah. it's a very, it's a lot of blood. And there. it takes a lot to really stretch that muscle permanently. So absolutely fine. Don't forget we are crapping. Yeah, so you, you want to take it out. Yeah. And if you put it back in, you want to clean it really well. You have to with a proper, mm. uh, like a toys or alcohol detour something. And always, I, I, I prefer because you never know who sold you what. And even good products, sometimes they can actually, even if it's medical silicone, you're not sure what percent. So put a condom on. If you want to have a proper play, mm. put a, put a condom on. It's, it's better. It is better. Unless it's glass or stainless mm. steel, something that doesn't interact entirely. Mm. And sometimes there's incredible excitement of having this thing inside of you. Yeah. Why it's your little secret. Because it's like this, yes, big secret thing. <gasps> and that's really cool. Oh, look, a ladder walking. Just a ladder walking. Just like that. A ladder walking. <laughs> <laughs> Just. <laughs> it looks like somebody's walking in the sky. We are above another studio, and there's they're preparing a TV. A ladder is thingy. walking past. A ladder is that ladder. Sex on a ladder. There must be a term for that. It's called a fetish. You can die from it, John T. Well, you fall, you, you break your neck. You know no, that's you the can. Jewish mama in me. Don't have you sex on the ladder. ladder. <laughs> Why did I tell you? You're going to break your neck. Get there down. There is a mother in the world who's ever said that to John. You know what? It can happen if you just. <laughs> what are you doing up there? Get down. What? No, no, go. Uh, that's Shik <laughs> Sorry. Don't do it. No, it's dangerous, John. It's it's living on the edge. I know, but I want to know what the word is for having sex on a ladder. But for some people, that's the excitement. It's like being in public, you know? But I know about people that do it on, on rooftops, mm. and they sit on the edge, and they have sex, and it really gives mm. them a thrill, and I, I, I die, basically. I hear that I die. Mm. I mean, put a harness. <laughs> Secure yourself mm. first. No, it's, it's about living on the edge, and some people, it gets them off, literally. Absolutely. That's the excitement. You're normal. Mm. Don't worry. So there is another interesting one, which is how long after the birth of our baby should we wait to have sex? Because there's lots of different information about this. So I like this because I work with a midwife who does water birth. Mm. And we've been doing this for a long time. So it is a question that comes up. Yeah. So the... um. The condition of this answer is I'm not giving you a medical answer. Let's just be clear on that. Oh, John, you really became like all 
like prim and proper well, with all your disclaimers. Well, no, it's one disclaimer. One only. One only. Okay. One only. How long is a piece of string? It's when you feel that it's right for you. So mm. you've got to listen to your body. The important things about this are your relationship as lovers does not stop when you become parents. Mm. And that's really important. Yeah, I read a really cool article about it this morning. And reestablishing the connection. Your sensual and sexual connection is really important. Then look at the fact that sex is not only about penetration. There are so many other beautiful ways that you can pleasure each other that's not about penetration. So if you're smiling like that, somebody's obviously sent you something that either they love you or it's sexual. Now, York is listening to the show and he said, not Swiss, because a woman that, you know, so it's like, what? Yes, you are, but you're not a woman, so you're not going to get pregnant. Okay, my love. No. Yeah, it's just communicating about <laughs> listening. Like, what does it mean? Not a Swiss. Not everybody's, you know, Swiss clocks. Sorry. So let's, let's get, let's get that clear. Okay. Is he, yeah. Does he want to have the experience of being pregnant? I think, you know what? If you could give yeah. York the experience, he would like that. Okay. Yeah. I okay. think he would. But he's very good in uh, being like ma- mother hen type stories. Like he's more responsible than so me. So would he have sex up a ladder is the question. No, he's no. too tall. I think he's like, it's a very risky so we need thing a very if he tall falls. Ladder. Yeah, no, like that's a fireman's ladder. No, he Which won't. is own fantasy. It's like its own little fetish. Fire engines. Yeah. Somebody must have a fire engine fetish. Johnny, my love, it's not about the fire engine, it's about the firemen. Okay. okay let's go it. there. It's like all oh, that sweaty. Actually, they never look So we need Kyle good. here in a fireman's in a outfit. Fireman, yeah. He would do that. No he problem. would do it. Yeah. He would actually, I think, if we ring a bell, yeah. he'd just walk <laughs> in That's with right. magic mic, uh, fire engine outfit That's and goes right. like, yeah, baby. Yeah. Next, next show. Next. Okay. We'll get some Chippendales in here. No, we have something really interesting for next week. Can't we have just a little bit of Chippendales in here? No. Okay. I'll tell you when you can have Chippendales. <laughs> okay. Three weeks' time. Three weeks' time. Three weeks' time you can okay. have Chippendales. Okay. Okay. So let's get back to something a little bit deeper. I often think that any fantasy is permitted just until one knows what is real and what a fantasy is. Example, forced sex. Let me try and understand this. Any fantasy is permitted until you know the difference between what's real and a fantasy. Mm. So I'm not sure that I fully understand the question, but let me say this. There's a big difference between fantasy and reality. Yeah. Some fantasies should stay in the realm of fantasies because they are never going to come close in reality because, just impossible. No, because of the specificness, the specificity of the fantasy. Hmm. It's not going to happen. It's all in your mind as well. Sometimes yeah. it's like a whole movie. Yeah. So what you also need to understand in a relationship is that your fantasies are yours. Hmm. You cannot get upset or jealous by your partner's fantasies simply because those fantasies were around a long time before you even met that person. Mm. Some of them are there literally almost from childhood. They're not in a sexual context, but they're there. You brought up a very interesting topic about safety. A fantasy can be very wild 
to actually to, to create it mm. in real life, but it needs to feel very safe. So if I'm a BDSM, you know, I'm a fetishist and you're a kingster and we actually communicate because that's our normal. It's actually not our fantasy, but we learn, we do it in a safe way and we do very hectic things, but that is our norm. Okay. We are trained to do it. We are, we have experience. It's a safe Because mm. everybody's norm is very, very different. But, but it doesn't take away the responsibility. No. And some fantasies the purpose is the actual hecticness, the degree of it, really going deeply into something. In fantasy, is okay. In reality, not okay to do. What do you th- where do you think the line goes? Is it just consent? Yeah. Is it life threatening? Is it? Yeah, of, of course. If you're really going to hurt somebody or really damage somebody, then there's no way. Sometimes people actually are keen to try all kind of different, like stra- strangling and tying people in a cupboard. Never mind, my fantasy. Like, but just, <laughs> you know, just sorry. Yeah, I know about you. <laughs> what? Beautiful so, cupboard. Hmm. Yeah. So, whatever you're going to do with that research, yeah, learn. learn, understand, set your boundaries very, very clearly. And the only way you do that is through communication. As difficult as some of those conversations might be, if you are very clear on the boundaries of an experience, then it can be beautiful. So there was actually a question about this mm-hmm. where somebody wrote in. She said her boyfriend wants to tie her up and she's really excited by it, but she's really scared about it. What does she do? So you talk about what about it excites you. You talk about what about it scares you. And then you talk about the boundaries of it. So What is he going to use to tie you up? Where is he going to tie you up? Does he have safety scissors nearby? Because with anything that involves tying, that's one of the most important things you can have. Safety scissors, medical scissors that will go through angles, that will cut through what you're using to tie somebody up. You need a safe word. What is a safe word? It's a word that is not an everyday word that says stop now. Not stop it, I love it. Yes, not like, oh, no, no, no stop it. So stop yeah. is not a good safe word. It's actually a very, you know, you're talking and I'm, I'm getting like, I'm, I'm a bit contracting mm. because I'm, I think how much responsibility when, you know, when we share our fantasies, mm. we need to be actually so much more responsible to our partner's well-being. Mm. First of all, for them to go into the space with us and then even more important to just make sure everything is going to, you know, everything is going to roll and happen properly. But that kind of preparation makes the fantasy a beautiful experience. Mm. Interesting thing is, especially with tying up. So I want to tie you up. And then what? Yeah. It's like, then I've got no idea what the fuck I'm going to do with you once I've tied you up. So you have to, in your mind, know where you're going with this. Mm. So here, you want some ideas. Yes. Okay. Sensual play. Tie somebody up. Have a bowl of ice. Have a bowl of warm water and a face cloth. So the ice gives one beautiful sensation on the body. And the warm water gives a totally different sensation. 
If you're going to use sex toys once you've tied somebody up, make sure that they know. They have consent. They, yes. they give consent. Am I going to put something inside of you, male or female? doesn't matter. Mm. Yeah. Which is another big one for men, especially. Which there was another interesting question about that, where a woman said she wants to use a strap-on on her partner and it excites her beyond belief. How does she bring it up with him? Well, you sit down and you say very simply, don't say I want to. A good way to open the conversation is this really turns me on. What do you think about it? And you need to sometimes give a guy a little bit of time to digest that. Yeah, a bit more than a little bit of time. <laughs> it's also what you've discussed with Galen Fuss about You've been knowing each other for a year mm. or two or 20, and then you come up with this idea. The fact that you have the courage or the balls to come and mm. all of a sudden you're open and you, you want to share with your partner, they need to digest it. They need to go through the process as well. If you have good relationship and you have great connection and a good way to communicate and a good sexual relationship as well, don't just, you know, have missionary and then, you know, after five years you come, I want, this yeah. turns me on. What do you think? Put it on the table from the beginning. Put the strap on on the table. But you might not always know about the strap on from the beginning. Because no. you watch something in a movie yeah, or you true. read something and all of a sudden, oh, that excites me. A partner me. is a wonderful opportunity to start getting to know yeah. better things about yourself. Yeah. So then go do some research about the different kinds of strap ons. What kind of harness? Is it really going to stay in place? And there's a simple truth. With something like that, you're going to get what you pay for. Uh, explain that sentence. Which means don't go and buy cheap stuff. Yeah. Because generally it's not going to work the way that you want it. <laughs> it's all these Chinese yeah. buckles, you know, they're like coming out. You realize they're using the same not, thing to make shoes. Yeah, it's not going to work. So yeah. get something that you think is really, really going to work. Go somewhere and buy this with from somebody who is going to be able to give you some really good information and advice. Mm. Start small you are not starting with a fist-sized dildo. Start small. <laughs> oh, Find out which lube is going to work best for this, which position is going to work best for this. And then some very gentle anal massage. Short fingernails, no rings, unless we're into the other side of No, play. but the ring will never come out again. No. You'll have to go visit so, the hospital. No rings for the ring. No Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no, no that would be an no awesome of name for a butt plug. No, for a butt plug or for a, or for a, like a, a strap-on harness. Lord of the Rings. Oh my God. Imagine. That's like a real Ivan Gregory one because that's going to be fucking enormous. <laughs> Lord of that's the moment that I lose John T to his own world. <laughs> and I'm just sitting and thinking, how is it connected? But okay, listen, I, I will, I will buy it for you, for the prototype, tell you how it works. Um, again, so if what happens if you unleash your mind? What happens? It's like, it can, people sit there and think, oh, a butt plug and strap-ons. What does it mean? I'm cursed forever, forever, you know, that's it. Oh, once you've opened the door to some of these things, you can never close it again. Luckily. And you, you don't die, well, you know, maybe in the afterlife. I don't know. I'm not in good connection with, um, I'm not practicing. <laughs> 
I, I don't think whether that. you practice or not has nothing to do with the connection. You know, it's true, but you know, uh, that's actually true. You know, a lot of people, a lot of religious people told me how much they invest in their sex life mm. with each other. To create a beautiful bond and they well, try they things. understand and the importance of it. I mean, a while ago, there was a Christian community that contacted me and because they realized they had so many sexual problems. Yeah. And the pastor of their community didn't have the tools to deal with this. Sure they so don't. So they bought a whole range of DVDs and they shared them with each other. And I got the most beautiful messages of what had come into their relationship from that. Because it's the same it values in the end of the day. It's values yeah. of truth, of honesty, of love, of connection, mm. of intimacy. It's basically just working on beautiful, beautiful morals. And yeah. And that's what it is. I had a conversation with somebody three days ago and I, okay, it got me, of course, to be very emotional about it. But I just got to that understanding that 90 whatever percent of people denying themselves the most beautiful right to have pleasure. Yes, they do. We fear pleasure. We fear it because of the freedom that it gives us, because of the emotional space that it takes us to, because when you have deep pleasure experiences, you change. You change. It's true. And, and we your don't life want that. changes. Mm. And that's scary in the same way that really loving and really being loved changes you. It was a big thing, a really big idea of saying, if you loved yourself how different the decisions and choices you made in your life would be. It's a beautiful question. But if you really loved yourself, think about the kind of relationships that you'd have, the friendships that you'd have, the jobs that you do, the way... The people you will attract, and your partners yeah, you will attract. And the, the friendships, the things that you would have in your life. If you really loved yourself, how different they would be instead of being convenient instead of following a pattern instead of just so we meet somebody and we kind of get on and we think there's love and we get married and we have babies and we go and work in some corporate job and we get divorced and we have an affair and then when we're 50 we start to work on our relationship and go to John if we're lucky or one of us has an affair or we're desperately unhappy. Mm. And if you loved yourself, you would be fucking happy. You would just live. You'd create happiness and you'd create love and you'd create excitement and a life that was fulfilling on every level. Sex is not everything, but sex is a big element of mm. your life. Well, you know, there was an interesting saying from somebody once said, when sex works it's 20 percent of a relationship i never quite agreed with that because the person saying it didn't know all that much about sex they were quite conservative but the next statement it was a psychiatrist that i knew and we were having a chat and he said when sex doesn't work it's 90 percent of a relationship and that's true because when you lose that basic intimacy you lose everything that's where you can't talk about the other issues and problems and everything gets magnified because sex represents the intimacy the connection yeah. the caring the and when you start seeing the power of pleasure like the things that we've experienced are just absolutely mind-blowing so i have to tell you if you see this guy with this absolutely incredible looking woman at secret sunset tonight you're going to come say hello to us okay because we'll be there there's going to so uh, wait wait so look a beautiful person with an unbelievable, beautiful woman. That's it. Okay. Come say hi to us. Can can you 
Can you give a hint? What, what you're going to wear? To this, have you given it what's any the, thought? What's the by topic? The by the what's the theme? Uh, weird love or funny love or funky love ah, or cool, strange love or something. Thing. Yeah. Just so we need something pink. like with hearts or something on. Pink, like red. Well, I got like a red shirt, and that's no, that's cute. Maybe uh, just draw hearts on your cheeks or stuff yeah. like that. See, but my beautiful lover loves to dress up, and so do I. Go for it. It's like a little tiny, tiny uh, Africa burn. <laughs> I've got tiny. A, I've got like a red satin cloak. That's beautiful. But it's a bit warm to yeah. dance with it. For, yeah, for our listeners, you shirt. can explain again what Secret Sunrise or Secret Sunset? You dance. You dance. You get headphones, there's music, you dance, it's you have fun, secrets. you jump around like a lunatic for an hour. Do they still like guide you all yeah. the time? Yeah. Did you tell them? there's a theme. Yeah, I know. But I like it if they give it a little, little bit. Just. Well, tell Jane. Yeah, I'll tell her. Them. <laughs> Oppa, the Oppa, we heard her voice. There is somebody in the studio. We are not lying. <laughs> And she is hot. That's true. <sighs> okay, so for, I have a question, Jonti. Okay, I'll ask the question while um, Jonti is busy thinking about it. So the question that I have is, what is the limit of pleasure? What is... I had four orgasms. Must I stop? No, because let's. this is a huge question tomorrow. It's a huge question. Oh, two gorgeous women kissing. Yep, that's your porn, baby, for today. A little kiss on the lips. I had such a cool little thought the other day, and I'm sure it's been done before. There's a Billy Joel song called I'm in a New York State of Mind. Love Billy Joel. I thought somebody needs to write a version of this. I'm in a porn state of mind. <laughs> Mr. Kopinski, if you're listening, that's for you. Okay, there is no limit to pleasure. So, difference between orgasms and pleasure. The first thing is orgasms and pleasure are not always the same thing. Yes, orgasms are pleasurable. I just give an example as, yeah. you know, let's say I'm an hour already in a sensual mm. massage, hour and a half, two hours. I feel like I'm going to lose my mind. It's, is it, must I stop? No, because the deeper that we go into pleasure, the more amazing the possibilities become. So this is really a um, huge thing for me. So I wrote an article a while ago and I based it on the idea that says we we use about 10% of our brains. Yeah. That's kind of accepted. Mm-hmm. So I picked a random figure that says we allow ourselves about 30% of our pleasure possibilities. It was a random figure. So maybe it's a little bit more, it's a little bit less. But when you get into the experiences of conscious pleasure of tantric energy of tower sexuality that's when you start to see what pleasure really is an orgasm in a way becomes a trap and yeah. it takes us away from pleasure and it's normal when you orgasm yeah. all the hormones neurotransmitters everything just kind yeah. of so for men especially yeah, women. So firstly it becomes a contractive experience which means think about when you're getting close to orgasm yeah your muscles get tight your yeah. breathing gets quick <gasps> And then you have this big explosion and you scream or shout. Or if you're the quiet type, you just go, oh, that was nice. <laughs> and that's all. And that's the end of it. So anything that's contractive, you can't hold that for too long. That's the nature of our bodies. So we need to expand. Yes. We need to actually breathe so and expand. So pleasure is expansion. So pleasure is about energy. And the more that we can expand, the greater the vessel we create for holding energy 
so there can be more energy. And then think about when you have an orgasm, it's very often quite localized. It's in your genitals. It's in your pelvis. When it expands, it can really spread and move through your body. So it becomes a whole body experience. And then your heart gets involved. And then it takes you into the realms of a spiritual connection because that's one of the original intentions and purposes of sex is to allow for this divine connection with yourself, with your partner, with the universe, God, Goddess, Spirit, whatever it is that you call that. And that's the real power of pleasure. That's when it starts to become a whole different world mm-hmm. and experience. But you need certain things to go into that. Firstly, you need to learn about that. You need to learn about your body, about your partner's body, about how to build, how to move energy, about breathing. And then you need to have a really open heart. You need to make time for these experiences. And that's what we are. That's what so much of the work and the workshops are about. And especially moving more into this heart centered tantric world. So much more. About that. And you need to you need to use the lube of 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 uh, sensuality. Of se- the sensuality yeah. is the lube of your brain of yeah. sex because even if you have twenty minutes, mm. do you so, know how much you can do? So here's an introductory offer. It's a free introductory offer. So in, we like free stuff. So in March we are doing this incredible retreat, and you want to learn how to do a lot of the stuff and what pleasure really is. Mm. That's what this retreat is about. Start learning so the it's skills. It's called about your sexual story of how we go from guilt and shame and embarrassment and inhibition and limitation into freedom and joy and love and the heart space. So on Monday night, Courtney and I are doing a free, 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 free workshop, a mini workshop. So Courtney's going to do a mini sound journey. And I'm that's amazing. Sh- it's really a beautiful mm-hmm. that that includes only lying down and listening, right? Yeah, that's all. Yeah. It's an incredible range of, of natural instruments. Um, and I'm going to share some of the processes of the beginning of going into your heart, some stuff that I've never shared before in the space because it's really new work. So um, for information on that, get me on Facebook or email me, johnty at eroslife.co.za. That's on Monday night. And it's for everybody. This Monday. Yes, this Monday coming, the 13th. Perfect. Perfect introduction to Valentine's Day, which, by the way, is such a crock of marketing. Cuck. <laughs> I'm Where? not going into well, Valentine's. Valentine's it's like Christmas. It's mm. the best uh, platform to sell yeah. things. That's basically, but it's all the holidays are like that. Yeah. Do yourself a favor and don't buy your partner roses and chocolates, which you I heard in the radio. Give yourself or your partner a single best Valentine's present in your life because it's a present for life. It's a pleasure DVD. No, comes okay. to retreat to Mozambique. Okay, yeah. yeah, DVD is good. No, come you start retreat, with that, so. but definitely, you know why? Because. I had the same conversation I had with that person that told me, you know, everybody hits about, not everybody, but lots of people hit 40, 45, 50. They start asking different questions of wisdom of what is this life is for. Mm. And then I said, very honestly, if you want to be good at something, you want to have results, you go to the gym, you want to have abs, you want to be in better shape, you want to eat better, to be healthier, learn how to be better lover. My best friend told me a few days ago, you know, that... Her husband needs to do this and her husband, husband needs to entice her and her husband needs to. And all I could say to her is what, what did you do lately for your relationship? What did you learn? Which new tools did you try? You know, mm. how are you going to train that muscle yeah. of being a better lover? Yeah. So the interesting thing is we don't get educated for a relationship. Nobody teaches and us. 
not only about the sexual and the sensual side of that, but about intimacy, about communication, about how we change, about what you need to do to keep that relationship alive and exciting. And I had a, a really interesting idea um, a little while ago that your relationship is a vessel. It's like a, it's a, it's like a pot almost that surrounds you. Okay. So everything that you do in terms of your relationship creates and adds to that vessel. So when you become conscious, you start to be aware of what are you putting into this vessel? What are you making it of? Is it going to be a vessel that can take you through your life? Is it going to have sustenance? Is it going to have substance? Does it have kindness? Does it have gentleness? Does it have openness? Mm. Does it have love? Does it have pleasure? And those are the things that we bring to this vessel. When there's a hole in the vessel, which is going to happen sometimes, how are we going to repair that? Mm. Do we have the tools to repair it? What do I want the purpose of this vessel to be? And that really starts to change the perspective on a relationship. Can I bring the fullness of myself to that? Mm. Am I bringing fear? Am I bringing withhold? Am I bringing limitation? Am I bringing inhibition to this relationship? And how much of it is mine, actually, and yeah. has nothing to do? I will do it again with another because partner. Because my relationship is mine. Her relationship is hers. Our relationship is ours. So from myself, what am I bringing to that relationship? Mm. And in the opening of that, we really open to the most beautiful possibilities. But we need to be conscious in that. We need to be aware of what it is that we're actually doing in that space. You know, my Twitter feed, our Twitter feed is open in front of me and I see the amount of things that people put up there, uh, like little gifs of uh, masturbation, naked girls. We really prefer to have a quick fix. Most of us, we prefer to masturbate quickly, have a quick fuck and continue, almost like sex is a disease. Almost like sex is something you need to get rid of to be productive and continue life. Almost like it's something you need to ejaculate out of your system. Maybe we can just, I can just take it for myself to take sex, not as something you need to get rid of. Oh, I'm horny. Let me get rid of it. Oh, it's late at night. Let me finish with it. You know, it's like almost like a task. And on the other hand, when you see porn, people just jerk off quickly and finish. Mm. It's, it's, a, it's something that you leave for the corners, the dark yeah. corners of your day. And it keeps us away from the real power of it. Exactly. It makes it so, so shameful. For just we treat it as a shit mm. thing. So, of course, it will be a shit thing. It's like the junk food, in a way, yeah. of sex. Uh, it's I'm like fake food. Full, just just glimpse at Twitter. Twitter mm. is amazing. It's like a porn site. The stuff you Google, find on Twitter wow. when you go looking is incredible. It's like, and then people think of children or whatever. Mm. People think this is sex, you know. So invite uh, invite yourself to for asking more questions on our WhatsApp line, which is oh seven nine seven four eight two zero nine zero. Yeah. So here's an interesting one. Um, my boyfriend loves going down on me, and I really really enjoy it. But I'm concerned about the taste of my vagina. <laughs> There's so many things running through my head right now. <laughs> 
<laughs> so first thing is, if you are clean, then there's this absolutely beautiful, delicious, mind-blowing, natural Let's understand what's taste. clean, not soap yeah. clean. You shouldn't clean your vagina with soap. There's special, if you're really insisting, there's special soaps that are their pH. Mm. Because it's really important that if you maintain the correct pH balance, then you are never going to smell terrible. You are never going to taste terrible. Some women will naturally smell and taste stronger than others. Their body odors is That's just a different. natural mm-hmm. thing. That's if you it. eat spices, a lot of spices. All of that has impact on it. Mm. Smokers generally will taste different. Yeah. Different times of your cycle, cycle. you if will you taste different. Water. All of those things mm. have impact. But essentially, if you are healthy, if your body is healthy, because it's also connected to a bigger body issue, not just your genitals, it will always be Wonderful, succulent, yummy, delicious. And you can also communicate and ask, how do do I taste? Yeah, and ask him. Because if he has a problem, he's not going to do it. Believe me, he's not going to do it. Mm. That's all. Really simple. But there are people that won't do it not because of your taste. Maybe they just don't like doing it so much. Maybe they had bad experiences. Maybe they got horrible criticism. Maybe they don't know. Yeah, and a lot of men don't know. They just so, use teeth and weird stuff yeah. and they go la, 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 like. Yeah. Just, so here's one yeah. of the secrets and we will come back to this in a future show. I'll send you a funny so, that you need to put on our page. Was this the Lickster? The Lickster, exactly. I, it's the funny for this week. Is it? Absolutely. Oh, See, so I'm street saying. You are like you. trending, dude. So the secret to oral pleasure for a woman is to suck a clit, not lick it. Licking it's absolutely fine and good and really wonderful. And it's good for the entrance of the yoni. Yeah. There's areas there that but like to be licked. suck it into your mouth, not just lick it. Change rhythm. Really important. It's Go like slow. Because it's like a dance. It's one of the most beautiful dances that there can be. And that's really, really awesome. This was a, a cool question. I saw your essential bondage show at Sexpo, which we did and we are going to be doing again soon. And you used a whip... That didn't seem to hurt the woman. What was it made of? So firstly, that's called a flogger. Flogger, yeah, that's and a it great has a way lo- to start. a lot of different strands. So the one that we were using there suede? was actually made of suede. Mm. That's right. So it gives a little shock of sensation to the body, but it doesn't matter how hard you hit with it. It's not going to hurt. Mm. So it get, is a wonderful way to so start. So you'll get floggers that are made of leather. And different kinds of leather. You'll get ones that are made of other synthetic materials. And they're all going to give different sensations. Some are going to be more painful. Some are less. And through research and experience. Yeah, learn some techniques. You will find that out. And then the technique of that is really important. And it's so beautifully visual. You know, it's just visual. You you can tie, you know, the guy or the girl or whatever, whoever, tie them beautifully and just play with it first in a soft, sensual way and then start with little bites. Yeah, and just stroke the strands on their body, move it up and down all over. Because it's not just about pain. Anybody can cause anybody pain. It's not about that. It's about sensation. That's the beauty and that's the power of everything. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. What's a splooge, John T? What's a splooge? Because we didn't get any answers about that. Okay. Well, either everybody knows what a splooge is or nobody knows what a splooge I think everybody's keeping it to themselves. Splooge is another term to ejaculate. That's it? That's it. 
That's what splooge is. So I just splooged on you? Is that the thing? Can it be a That's female splooge? Not really. It's a male it's a male color. But you okay. can use it in any way you like. Listen, it's a turn off, John D. of notes. Like, oh, baby, I just splooged. What the fuck, dude? It's like, have some respect. You want to talk to me? You can even use Chinese words, but don't use splooge. Well, what it's just hell? a fun little word. Yeah, it is very fun. No, not, it's not against you. You didn't invent the no, word. <laughs> just, that's what it is. Ah, maybe 16-year-old, 17-year-old. Oh, I had a splooge. I just splooge. So please keep sending your questions in yes. to us. Can you and repeat you, when your free talk is and where it yes, is? Yes, Monday night. Um, but you do need a book for it because places are... Limited. What number they can book? So, um, book through me on Facebook. Find me, John T. Searle, on Facebook. John T. at eroslife.co.za. Those are. Okay, Twitter the as well, they things. can book, right? Yeah. Direct message, eroslife.sa. Yeah, eroslife.sa. Okay. Through that. 7 o'clock? 7.30. Okay, 730. so it's a secret venue? No, it's not secret. It simply says we need people to book so we okay. know for numbers. All right. Because for the sound journey, people are lying on the floor. Yeah. We need to know that we have it's space for everybody. Somewhere. It's in four ways. Four ways. Okay. In four ways. Perfect. So that is going to happen on Monday, uh, Secret Sunset tonight. We are doing something really interesting next week. We are talking about sex and substances, chemical substances, Plant substances, the impact they have on sex, on relationship, and some really awesome That's people. That's a big disclaimer that you need to put there. <laughs> There's no disclaimer. No? No. no recomm- it's not a recommendation, it's just no. people's testimonies. That's all that it is. Yeah, and baby. <laughs> if you saw Casper outside the studio waving his arm, he's like a helicopter. He's going to take off and fly away. This has been really cool. So please keep sending us your questions. If you ever want to submit questions, not in a public forum, just email them, john johntietieroslife.co.za, and we will answer them. This has been lots of fun. Lots of fun. Thank Hope you. Hope we could help some people to get clarity. I definitely learned today. And have a sexy week. We and wish you all so much pleasure. Cliffcentral.com.